It said Jim Brewer, and it showed our video of us performing with Lizzie Hale. Right. And when I think of that song, I bust out laughing every time because I think of that day oh, of, <laughs> of, of her this. walking. <laughs> yes. And then her walking by, you put your hand out, she doesn't see it, you stand there with your hand out, and then Joe just points to you and starts belly laughing <laughs> in front on of stage in front people. of all these thousands of people. I have no clue people are watching us. Oh, God, like, we're like, being videotaped. <laughs> and you just... Joe watches the whole thing, and he just points, and he's like, ah! You got dissed by Lizzie Hale. What do you get? when you combine the power of an award-winning band with the genius of an award-winning electronics company, you get some of the best sound ever created. Iron Maiden and Onkyo. Iron Maiden and Onkyo have joined forces to create Maiden Audio and the Maiden Audio Ed Phones. This is a must-have. A, if you're a Maiden fan, B, if you're an Onkyo fan, and C, if you're into rock or metal. This is made especially for rock and metal fans, designed with Iron Maiden's legendary Steve Harris. These studio-quality headphones truly must be heard to believed. I have them. They're sick. Visit shopunkyo.com. Click on headphones to get your pair today for only $199, and keep listening for your chance to win a pair. At shoponkyo.com and click on headphones. Miguel. What are you doing? Driving? Driving to Long Island. Yeah, well, the people need to hear from you. We got to give the fans what they want. They need an update. <laughs> <laughs> Well, first of all, my arm. Oh is, God! Is numb. How many games did you pitch? Four or five. Wow. Uh, yeah, the first game, first day, I pitched seven innings, complete game. Yeah. The fantasy game, and then my arm was—I mean, I threw it as hard as I could, and all that jazz. Did you, Seven, did you peg what? anyone? Oh, yeah. <laughs> no yeah. way. Oh, I hate it. I do, this lefty came up. Yeah. And for, and for some reason, I have um, I don't know. I It just... Because I'm lefty. Right. The first pitch I threw, oh, oh my God, I had a heart attack. and went right at his head. Oh, God. I dropped him to the floor. <laughs> he, he, gets, <laughs> he gets up, and I said, oh, my God, I'm so sorry, so sorry. Second pitch, right back at his head. I went, man, I am, I'm, I'm so sorry. I, I have a mental, I, I don't know why I'm throwing wild. Everyone else, I was right down the pipe, striking out. Yeah, you know what? what? To me, right, I like pitching to lefties because they seem out of the way. 
So, like, for you, it's probably so much better to pitch to righties because they seem... Yes. They're not where the balls come... You have to almost throw it across the plate to hit them. Yeah. Yeah. So, so lefties, feel, I feel so much more comfortable throwing to a lefty. Yeah, a lefty and, and, and a woman... There were, there were like three women at camp, so when a woman would come up, oh god, I had to really concentrate on how to not throw wide. And it, if I threw slow, I'd start throwing balls. So I'm like, sorry, man, I gotta whip it. Yeah, <laughs> I gotta, I gotta whip it right by you. I know it's not cool, but I gotta strike you out. Did you? And then uh, did you actually what? hit someone though? Yeah. So that same lefty. Mm-hmm. I walk him his first at bat. His second at bat, this was a big inning for me. My team, my team was terrible at fielding. Right. A lot of errors. I would throw a ground ball, and he boot the ball, <laughs> and then a double play, and he throws it in the right field. Yeah. So unless I was striking him out or popping him out, it was hard to get out. So. I have the bases loaded, and this guy's their biggest hitter, this lefty. <laughs> I have a, I have a two and one count on him, and now, I, like now, I have control over him. Right. Because um, the second time I walked him again, but this time, I mean, the, yeah, the first time I walked, him. so this time, I throw the hardest I can, and he, he clocks a ball. Easily 300 feet. Yeah. Short short of the home run wall and foul. Right. And I went, okay. I'm going to I'm gonna pretend I'm going to throw that same exact pitch. Because mm-hmm. I can see it was all hopped up. And I did the, what I did to Joe in Wiffle Ball. I gave him the Bugs Bunny slow pitch. Right. And he swung and missed. I'm like... One, two, three strikes, you're out. One, two, three strikes, you're out. One, two, three strikes, you're out. Yeah! <laughs> so, I get out, so I got out of that inning. And then his last at bat, two out, nobody on. And I, I threw it as hard as I could inside. And he went to he went to swing, and I nailed him on his inside elbow. Oh. And he was he was hurt. Oh. He was yeah, like he was he was down. He was hurt. I went run up to him. Like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. He must have been so he must have been so nervous every time that he got up against you. Well, he was pissed. Yeah. Yeah. No, he was pissed when I nailed him, even though. But I ran off the mound. I went all the way up to him. Like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Don't worry yeah. about. Don't worry about it, Jim. I walked towards first base, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. Yeah, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Now, the funniest was. So the second day, I'm thinking the first game. I threw seven innings, complete game. We won. They only got two runs. We're going to be a badass team. Right. That night we go to we go to uh, dinner with our coaches, mm-hmm. and um, coach is like, "So, who's pitching tomorrow?" Everyone looks around. Uh, uh, no, uh, no one else wanted to pitch. 
No. <laughs> so, well, I go, someone, someone has to pitch. You mean, we got no pitchers? Are you kidding me? <laughs> so this guy goes, I can pitch. Uh-huh. All right, great. He walks in the first inning, 11 batters. Wait, how did your coach not realize he wasn't picking any pitchers when he picked his team? I don't know. <laughs> well, yeah, so this guy walks 11 batters. We scored five runs to start the game up. We were all hopped up. I'm like, oh, my God, we're animals. Yeah. And this guy, and they come back up, and they score 12. <laughs> so that's 12 to 5. We walked um, 18 batters or 19 batters. How long, did, how long did you leave him in? Oh, God. I think we finally took him out in the second inning uh-huh. when, it was our, when it was like 19 to 5. Yeah. And by the fifth inning, it was 20 to 5. Did you forfeit? Is there a rule of there? No. No. And it was, we were, all the other games were done. And uh, I was like, can't we just, can't we just call this? <laughs> yeah. Our coach would not do it. Right. So now I think we lost 25 to 5. Yeah. Um, like, all right. It was a bad loss, but that's all right. Yeah. Next yeah. next game, Jim. Please, can you pitch? Is this the same day? I, same day. Now, well, I pitched the day before a complete game. Yeah. Seven seven innings, so I probably threw about a hundred fifteen, hundred twenty pitches. Right. Never pitched before in my life and with a hard ball. Right. And um. Jim, can you please pitch? But, oh, God. I'll try. You know, I'm, my arm is hurting. I was hoping I wouldn't have to pitch tomorrow. I lasted three innings. I couldn't pitch hard at all, so I was just lobbing the ball. Right. And they scored. And and I think we made six errors in the first two innings. Right. <laughs> so... In the third inning now, it's already four up and dropped outfield, misses. Pitch. The coach comes up to me and he goes, Hey, I'm not going to let you waste your damn time with this shit field. So <laughs> he goes, Take the day off. And um, he just he sat me down and he's like, Just rest yourself. We lost that game. I think twelve nothing. Uh huh. Um, so your team wasn't hitting either. No, we got shut out. Yeah. We got shut out back to back games. Now it's Wednesday afternoon and the playoffs start. We're already eliminated. We're not even allowed to try for the playoffs. We're already really? out. Yeah, we're already out. And this is Wednesday. Yeah, we're already out. The result of nearly 70 years 
of audio expertise from Onkyo, combined with Steve Harris's uncompromising sonic standards, have produced the Maiden Audio headphones. On-ear headphones that deliver even-handed power and detail at all frequencies. It's designed with Iron Maiden Steve Harris. The new Maiden Audio headphones are studio-quality headphones made especially for rock and metal fans. These high-end, high-spec premium headphones, you truly have to be heard to be believed. You gotta hear these things, they're sick. I listen to my new Metallic random. There's even a Maiden Audio app available on iOS and Android that contains exclusive EQ settings in all the Iron Maiden band members. So it makes it a perfect companion for the headphones. Visit shoponkyo.com and click on headphones to get your pair today. Only $199. Keep listening for instructions on how you can win a pair. Courtesy of my sponsor, Onkyo USA. That's shoponkyo.com and click on headphones. It will be the best thing you do today. So, I go, you know what? Now, we also, <laughs> we also have, now the characters on our team. Now, we had one guy on our team. His name was Sunshine. Uh-huh. That was his last name, Sunshine. His real last name? Yes. <laughs> okay. And I go, Sunshine, so you a Mets fan? He goes, uh, you know, uh, sort of. Said, so what, did you play baseball? He goes, no, to be honest with you, I didn't want to be here. He goes, my company bought this thinking I'd... Jim's phone dropped out. I'm guessing he said my company bought me this as a gift thinking I would lose weight. Thank you for using Verizon. Just kidding. This is Sprint. (laughs) (laughs) That's your team. So that, yeah. Another guy, poor bastard's going through chemotherapy. So (laughs) his family got him a present. Right. So like, He's good one day, but he can't run, and he can bat twice, and then he's out for the game. Then he wants to play outfield, but he can't chase the ball. Right. And we have another guy. He's he's just just what you would imagine Sal Rosenberg of the Jerky Boys. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this was Sal Rosenberg. His his hat was pulled down. His ears were sticking out, and he talked just like this, and. He argued every freaking ball and strike when he was and when he was batting. Yeah, he drove. <laughs> he drove the umpires crazy. <laughs> he was probably the best person to have on your team. Oh my, Mike! I, I had a problem with him. He drove me nuts. Yeah, but I gotta say, the minute the minute we eliminate him, like you know what. I'm I'm embracing everyone. Screw it. I'm embracing. We're not going to win. Right. Let's just let's just enjoy ourselves now. I couldn't get enough of this banana. <laughs> yeah. To the point where, to the point where, he says, "You know what? I I'll try pitching." So he's he's going to pitch the last game on Wednesday. Hello? Uh-oh. Okay, hold on a minute, please. Just hold your horses. 
Oh, God, you bastard, you. Ow! Oh, oh, boy. Oh, this is tearing me apart. We're one and three now. Oh, you're eliminated, but you still have to play? Oh, yeah, you play double headers every day. Oh, which is God. Now oh I thought you were done. No, we got to play every day, no matter what. Right, so you're just playing just for just to play. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, now we haven't scored a run in like 24 innings. <laughs> and you got Saul Rosenberg pitching. We got Saul, we got Chemo, we got Sunshine. Sunshine. You're like the Bad News Bears. We are the Bad News Bears. <laughs> so, we got no young people. I think I was the youngest guy possibly there. Really? Uh, oh, God, on my team, yes. Wow. We had no... We had no veteran ball players. Usually, each team has like two or three good veteran ball. None, yeah. zero. I, I was the veteran. Uh huh. And um, so Sal goes. That wasn't his name, but Sal goes on the mound. He, he's he's throwing strikes. Uh huh. And he's keeping us in the game. But now, every pitch he throws. Mike, I swear to God, he threw one in the dirt. Uh-huh. He comes he comes off the mound, his hat's tilted, his ears are sticking out. He goes, and where was that, um, where was that, Lou? <laughs> I, I, I'm not even trying to be funny, I swear to God. Right. So me, me and another guy on the bench are now, I can't, now we can't get enough of him. Right. Now, and now, our coach is like... He's starting to get annoyed. He's walking. He's like, this, think of John Wayne. You look like John Wayne. If people want to look it up, it's Duffy Dyer. Uh-huh. He, was a, he was a 69 Met. Okay. And he's, just got, he's this older, leather-faced, badass-looking guy. Uh-huh. Badass. He's badass. Yeah. Everyone's, everyone's intimidated because he's very serious. Right. And, and he would give us his speech. Now, just... Keep the damn ball in front of us, and we and we can't make errors. Or we're gonna be out there all goddamn day. Yeah. And so Sal's Sal's arguing with the umpire, and he he goes, Ah, oh, for Christ's sake, could you just be quiet and pitch the ball? So he's <laughs> we are we oh my god. We're dying. Me and this other guy, we're dying. Yeah. He pitches six innings. Right. And and we're up by two runs. You should have used him earlier. No shit. He said he couldn't pitch. Now all of a sudden he can pitch. Yeah. And that's that's another thing. Like, are you... We could have had a chance if you said you could have pitched the second game. Right. Then I would have pitched day today. We would have been in great shape. Yeah. But, you know, my now there's another thing. Every inning he would go, I don't know if I can pitch again. And an old leather face go, well, uh, you're going to go out there anyway. And uh, I'll decide when you come out. <laughs> so this is a routine. Every inning. I don't know if I can do it. He go, go out there. And he go out there. So now it's the... Last inning, uh-huh. bottom seventh, and um, we're up by two. 
which is not a big lead when you got a crap infield. Right. Sure enough, the first guy, he walks. Mm-hmm. Second guy, he walks. Oh, oh, boy. And the coach looks at me and goes, Brewer, please, please. I'm like, I'll, st- I'll, start th- I'll start throwing the ball. He goes, quickly. <laughs> so I, I throw the next pitch. It's a ground ball. The guy bobbles it. Run! I think a run came in. What's the matter with you? All the season long, you've been laughed at, crapped on. Now you got a chance to spit it back in their faces, and what do you do? You're out there like a bunch of dead fish, not listening. Bonehead plays, mistakes. Honey, don't you want to beat those bastards? I go in. Boom, boom, boom. Shut him down. We win the game. Sal comes running up. He's like, I owe you dinner. I owe you a drink. I owe you everything. I can't believe I won. I won and you saved me. Oh, he's, he, was, he was so funny. We won like 8-7. Oh, okay. And then the next game, we got shut out. Who pitched the next game? It didn't matter. Yeah. We, we Oh, I'll tell you who pitched the next game. A guy goes, you can't make this up. He goes, um, listen, I could, uh, Brewer, if you give me your mitt, I'm right-handed, but I think I could pitch lefty. And we all start, we all start laughing. Like, what do you, what do you mean? You're going to pitch with your opposite hand? Cause yeah, this fucker went on the mound and he pitched with his opposite hand for six innings. Why? Now, granted, <laughs> Because we had no one else that could throw a ball. Wait, why? Wait, why couldn't he throw with his normal hand? His shoulder was messed up. No. Way. Oh yeah. Did he yeah. look? Did he look like? Did he throw like a girl? Yes. <laughs> he pitched the whole game. Yes. <laughs> that must have been batting practice for the other team. Yeah, they won fourteen nothing. <laughs> but he last he gave us six innings. Yeah. So, um, and then the last, the last game we won, and then, and then the very last game, we were losing twenty-five to four. Uh huh. And we get last licks, and we just want to, we score eleven runs with two outs. Uh-huh. So now it's. 25 to 16. Uh-huh. First and second. I'm five for five. I'm murdering the ball. Yeah. I come up, and they're, the team is actually starting to get nervous now. Yeah. I murder the best hit I've ever had in my life. Cracked uh-huh. it. Line drive. Deep in the alley. There's a little 30-year-old punk. Chased it down and dove it and <laughs> made this ridiculous catch to end the game. Yeah. And then we played the pros and we tied the pros. We're the only team that tied and or won. Two, four, six, eight. Who do we appreciate? Bears, bears, yay! Hey, Yankees, you can take your apology trophy and shove it straight up your ass. And another thing, just wait till next year. Yeah! Yeah!
Did you pitch that game? One inning. Just one inning. Yeah. So overall, it was it was a freaking blast. Right. It really was a blast. But everyone tells me don't worry, but my arm is numb. Yeah. Where, where, where my underneath my like underneath my forearm where your wrist would be up along your wrist. Yeah. What would I guess that's your I don't know what that area is, but it's numb there up to my elbow. And I, your whole I'm not sure if I should, yeah, I'm not sure if I should be worried. Or, like your whole forearm? Not the top, the bottom, underneath. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's numb. I can't feel it. Wow. It, yeah, it feels like, it feels like when you, when you put ice on something for a while. Yeah. And you take that ice off and you touch it and it feels like weird. Yeah. It's, that's exactly what my arm feels like. It's, Did they do anything to your arm after you pitched and it was hurting? Oh, yeah. They would, they would ice it every day, every day. They have this ice tub. Yeah. We'd go hang out in the ice tub and, you know, the, the trainers would work on you. But I don't know. I didn't realize it till the day I was going home and I was putting on my clothes and I had a weird as I was, the shirt felt weird going on my arm. Yeah. And then I touched my arm like, oh, sh- oh, wow. It's numb. What the hell is going on? Wow. So it was, yeah, I'm, it was a little weird. But not your shoulder. No. Wow. Shoulder's fine. Huh. Just from the elbow, from whipping that ball. Ah! Knights of Columbus, that hurts! But you, you and Joe would absolutely... Love it. Yeah, we got to yeah. get down there next year. Like you, it is, it, it you would freaking love it. I'm curious to see how you, if you could pitch a hardball. I can. You, because I'll tell you what, if you could pitch, uh-huh. and what I realized too is, you don't have to pitch fast. Right. All you got to do is throw it in the strike zone. And if you got someone that can halfway play a field, right, you're golden. Yeah, you're, you're totally golden because most of the people are from 45 to 60. Right. There's one or two guys that are 30, 40, and they can throw the ball 65 miles an hour, and they're tough to hit. Yeah. Outside of outside of that, and everyone's hittable. And it's it's all about the pitchers, and if you could pitch. Like the way you play wiffle and all that, right? You'd be a serious, serious contender down there. But we—it would be great if us three were on the same team. But we couldn't make that happen, right? Oh yes, we can. Oh, we can. Yeah, that would be that's awesome. A, that's another thing I learned. I already learned that there's two other teams. One team that always makes the championship, uh-huh. which I was on last year, and they come three in a pack. And their three is a center fielder, an impeccable shortstop hitter, uh-huh. and a pitcher. Yeah. And a pitcher. So if we went down, you could pitch, I could pitch. Right. And all and all three of us could hit, we'd right. be we're we're already a threat. See, that would be great if we were if we got to be on the same team. So the way it would go is they'd we dra- they would draft, they go. We draft Team Brewer, yeah. which is 
automatically the three of us. Right. That that definitely can happen. Oh, that would be great. Yeah, it would be great. <laughs> um, so we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Uh, um, what else? Oh, there's a video. If you go to the Mets Fantasy Camp uh-huh. uh, Facebook page, mm-hmm. I did an entire – they called me up to talk about the coaches, and I went off on like six, seven guys and just <laughs> – murdered the room uh-huh. murdered it and i talked about our coach you will laugh your balls off there's he got so mad one game he took his hat and he threw it down on the on the dirt and he and he kicked the hat oh my god he was whole he was so pissed is this after, at our, is this after the whole thing's done that you at see? the end of the week yeah the yeah, award yeah. show yeah yeah okay yeah um, so I go up there and I made fun of everyone. I made in front of Dwight Gooden. I made, <laughs> I made, I made in front of everybody. Yeah. So yeah. if people want to check that out, it's on the, um, f- the Mets fantasy camp Facebook page. Okay. okay. Cool. Okay. We have the Super Bowl coming up now. Check out what DeepDiscount.com is doing. They are having a celebration for all the artists that have performed at the Halftime Super Bowl. How sick is that? And they call it the Halftime Performer Sale on DeepDiscount.com. You'll save LPs, CDs from the past performers. You got ZZ Top, Aerosmith, Tom Petty, Chili Peppers, Rolling Stones, Many, many more. Just think of Super Bowl halftime. You're going to get it. Check out deepdiscount.com. It's a great site if you haven't seen it yet. The whole, everyone in our band does it. All our friends does it. Um, Does it. Do it. Whatever. It's a great site. Buy all your favorite music. Incredibly low prices. You'll find old music, new music. It's where I got my new Metallica. All genres, like last week's new CD released from Train which I will be hopping on in two weeks, the train cruise. Um, And that is a girl, a bottle, a boat, the band's first new music since 2014. And you can get new train right now on deepdiscount.com at a more and incredibly low prices. And of course, you'll find all of my material, including my latest songs from the garage at deepdiscount.com, a huge supporter of our show. Go check them out. Thank you, Deep Discount. On our front, I'm I'm talking to video people for, I don't have a May date set yet, but we're working on May, the Gramercy, Uh and um, that would be like the launch, and it would be a week where we go, the Gramercy, two nights, Chicago, a night or two, Boston, and LA. Awesome. Yeah. That's what I say, and and um, but I'm on. I go on the I go on the phone tomorrow uh-huh. with the with the video guy that's going to start shooting videos for the show, right? And um, and the photographer. We're going to take new pictures and all that jazz. And right. So that ball is still rolling. Awesome. And you got to uh, when you're back, you got to come over and do. Ali started like a video like a promo thing for you to send to the Scotland people. Yes. You just need to do like a, vo- a clean voiceover thing. Okay. 
It looked oh, pretty cool. Really? It looked cool. Oh, actually. yeah. I, I saw it. She did a great job. Yeah. And what was I going to say? He wrote up He wrote up a thing for us. Uh-huh. I, don't, I, I don't know what you call it, but it's basically when bands are out there. When a band goes out and you got a promo for the band. Right. He wrote a thing um, for us, and it's freaking awesome. Oh really? Yes, it's it's amazing. It it made me like, oh wow, this sounds cool. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I wish I had it in front of me. But it was like you know Jim Brewer who brought us this and brought us that and brought us this. um, Now brings us a riveting storytelling one man show with a musical uh, with a musical background. With all original, this is a mush. Now he brings us this amazing show. That's a mush. It, it was just like I can't believe this was never done for us. It, totally, it, totally. Like what? What is so hard about that? Right. Right. That seems it, like that, that seems like, like that seems like step one. Step one. <laughs> in. Well, that's what he kept saying. He's like, "This is this is one on one stuff." I, I don't understand. You know, like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Hey, let's uh, let's see what we gotta do. Um, so I'm pretty excited about that, and I am so into this Metallica CD. I, I'm like, I'm gonna be annoyed if they don't play half the album. When are you when when are you seeing them, or when are, when are they coming around? I don't know. I, I talked to Caggiano, and I think he said <clears throat> uh, May. They may be playing like Giant Stadium. Oh, but he's wow. doing a, uh, they're doing a bunch of tour dates with them. Avenge Sevenfold, Volbeat, yeah, and, and Metallica, which I don't even think it's been announced yet. Oh wow, that's but sick. this this song, Am I Savage, is so free. This is the song I let you listen to with that breakdown. That oh yeah yeah, sounded like a Godzilla thing, right? Yeah, isn't that weird? Right, totally. There and I'm I'm pitching you guys. Yeah, but this sounds, I gotta say, this is. Wait, hold on. I just got to my. That is savage! (laughs) Yeah. I know you heard me talking about my maiden audio headphones and how you can win a pair of your very own. Well, huge congrats! To Franklin Calderon of Brooklyn. Frankie. And of course, Jim Carlson of Baytown, Texas. And Melvin Clip of Cannon City, Colorado. You are winners. Now, you can win too. Just because they won also means you can win too. Just go to maidenheadphones.com. Maidenheadphones.com to enter. These headphones are a collaboration between Iron Man, Steve Harris, and my sponsor, Unkyo. And were designed especially for rock and metal fans. So you don't want to miss out. It's official. People are winning. Go to MaidenHeadphones.com right now and enter to win. Congrats to Frankie, Jimbo, and Melvin. Enjoy those headphones. Me and Deanna watched your Kevin Can Wait. Uh, one of the the scene you did where Adam Sandler was there. I heard it was on tonight. Oh, I don't know. I saw it on YouTube like last night. I saw it. We really? Were, yeah. And 
it was just that scene. I guess it's like where it's like a a couple cops. Yes. Yeah. Did you know that the the UFC fighter is one of the guys in that scene? Yes. Yeah. He was one of the he was the rookie cop. Yeah. Yeah. So he, I guess he's friends with uh, Kevin James. Yeah. Yeah, he is. Kevin was. I think Kevin was messing with that for a while, and then. There is the guy that's on this week that I'm filming. I'm filming this week is so freaking funny. Yeah. This episode, I, I, I don't get a chance to see the show a whole lot. Right. But this episode is so freaking funny. His daughter's his daughter is um, picking a wedding date. Uh-huh. And he shows up at the church and... Um, He's about to tell me the wedding date and another couple comes and goes, uh, hey, our daughter's getting married and they picked the same exact date. Mm-hmm. And so, so they're like, no, no. So they start fighting over. No, we need the date. Or, no, we need the date. And they start competing at the church with all this volunteer stuff and <laughs> fixing doors and all that <laughs> yeah. to just win me over. So I'll pick the date. And I'm like, I have you guys got to figure this out. I can't, but he's, they have me in from the very beginning all the way throughout the entire show in this one. Oh, that's awesome. It's really awesome. Do you know when they, uh, how long are, is it, is it between, is it like three weeks after they film? I have no, oh, I have no clue. No, yeah. but, and, um, I wish I knew the guy, but the guy's like a, he's kind of a big time actor. The, uh, the other couple, uh-huh. the guy flew in from LA. He's like in a big show either. Like, like Game of Thrones, like one of those big. Yeah, he's in a big show. Like, as soon as you see him, you're like, oh wow, I know you. Yeah. Holy crow! <laughs> um, I wish I knew his freaking name. I don't know. Oh well, we hit him. So yeah, besides that, uh, everything's good. We're rocking and rolling. Cool. Moving along, we're gonna do Peoria and a whole run there in May. For us to do that'll lead up to um, the Gramercy, and then we really, I really driving me nuts. Should we, if you got a bunch of ideas, put them down on a recorder? Yeah, and then let's just sit in a room and start throwing our ideas around. Okay, I, it's driving me nuts. I I want to start writing some new stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we should do that. We had there's some cool ideas. There's one that we did at Alley's that time that I don't remember. What it yeah. was, but there was that was that one was really good. Yes, it was. That one was good. Um, that the surfer one is good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got a bunch under my. Uh, I know which one you're talking about. At the time, we were calling it DOA. Right. Yeah. 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 And uh, but yeah, there's there's it was really catchy. There's... I remember it being like a real bluesy, heavy blues, like catchy riff. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I have it all. I have it all. But we really we, let's get together and do that. This freaking Metallica album has got me so inspired. I'm so excited about it. Yeah. It's so good. So good. Everything good your way? Yeah, I hit a deer last night and messed up my What? Yeah. Jumped right out on two oh six. Like ten o'clock. I never even saw it. Just just You didn't mess your car up? No, the front is the the right by the right the passenger side, like tire front of the hood the whole the headlight broke so i had to bring it in today you're lucky man people die from this i know it's the fuck the deer 
clear around here. It's crazy. You can't drive down a road without dodging them. They're, yeah, no, they're all over the place here. They're really, they're all over the place. It's like it's it's madness. super dangerous, and there's no lights on these back roads either. No, there's none whatsoever. Yeah. But, all right. Well, so we're going, uh, me, Joe, Amy, and Deanna are going to Allie's snowboarding this weekend. To Allie and Oh, that sounds awesome. Allie and Dave. Yeah. Nice. We've been trying to we've been trying to work it out all January, and once the Vegas got canceled, we were like, "Well, we know we're all free that weekend now." Yeah. <laughs> so we made it this weekend. I already changed our flights too. It's for September eighth and 9th. Oh, cool! Um, and we fly out the seventh, and we come back. Uh, I think like the tenth or something like that. Cool. And I can't remember. I had a tough call. It was either. There's only two available flights, either really early in the morning uh-huh. or much later, like seven o'clock at night. So you're like, you're stuck in Vegas all day and you don't arrive until Monday morning. So I, was, I can't remember which one I picked. Yeah. Um, oh, wow. I hate getting up in the morning. So I wonder if I pick, I don't know. I don't know. But I'll let you guys know. Cool. So yeah, keep the list. Tell, tell the listeners what you're doing and all that jazz. I, I, I had a drive to Long Island from Jersey, and I I stopped at Starbucks and ordered a three-shot mocha. Yeah. And I'm like, this guy didn't give me three shots. Well, as I'm talking to you, I got a turtle head just raging to get out of me. So <laughs> clearly, he did give me three shots. <laughs> I thought you meant your eyes were bugging out or something like that. No, <laughs> no, no. I get, I'm holding it in really bad. Like well, let's talk about some more stuff. No, no, we're so. not. Thanks, cool. Mike. Have yep. a good one. You too. Bye. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. You could email us at metalandmepodcast at gmail.com. Find us on Facebook, search The Metal and Me, or hit us up on Twitter at The Metal and Me. We appreciate any feedback, questions, comments, ideas. Thanks again. Metalandme.com. Mm-hmm.